Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code STAPLE20. This is Perspectives, the show where a look at how we are different often shows us how much we have in common. I'm Condice Presley with a question for you this Sunday. Are you in the holiday spirit? Since 1927, the Empty Stocking Fund has had one focus, and that's to bring joy to the lives of children in need. However, this year, Santa may have a little trouble finding some of these kids. So we're wanting to help the Empty Stocking Fund make sure that everybody knows how to get their wish list to the man at the North Pole. And we're joined by Manda Hunt. She is the executive director of the Empty Stocking Fund. We're happy to have you on the show. A lot of our listeners, of course, are familiar with both holiday campaigns in this community, the two biggest ones, yours and, of course, Clark Howard's Christmas Kids. But I know the Empty Stocking Fund, Manda, is doing something a little different this year. That's right. Uh, we have historically invited, sent invitations to children who are eligible to receive gifts from the Empty Stocking Fund. But this year we're taking a little bit of a different approach, and it's going to actually allow us to serve more children um, from a broader geography as well as more children receiving different benefits. And that is an online registration approach and a more of an awareness building, which is why I'm here today, is to help people understand that this opportunity is out there and that they can, if they are receiving certain benefits, register online to receive gifts from us this holiday season. So I said for the audience that the Empty Stocking Fund for 91 years has open Santa's warehouse where kids could come and do some of their own shopping, putting some packages under the Christmas tree. But I worry that many of our listeners might not be entirely as familiar with the Empty Stocking Fund as perhaps we are with Clark's Christmas Kids. Why don't you share us share with us the story? That's right. It's always interesting to me to to learn when people aren't familiar with us because uh, we're kind of a sleepy giant in, in the Atlanta community and have been doing this for so, so many years, like you said, 91 years, and we operate at a, at a massive scale. We serve about 50,000 children each holiday season, and we only have two full-time employees. So it is a very large community effort. Um, most of our sponsors and supporters are individuals in the community, many of whom have been giving for generations and very, very long-term loyal givers. Uh, we, of course, are a member of the Cox family because we uh, we were actually established in 1927 by employees of the AJC, and they argue between whether it was AJC or WSB Radio, and we let them sort that out. But um, It's all in the family. It's now. all in the family. That's right. And um, y'all remain great supporters. And what we do is a lot different than other holiday um, organizations uh, that do similar activities with with regard to giving gifts. We actually set up a store, in effect, for 18 days where the parents and guardians of children in need can come choose gifts for their parent or for their children. And I think this is really unique because it also brings joy to their lives that they can choose gifts that they know their children were like would like, that they 
um, no, their children don't have. Uh, it's age and gender appropriate gifts, but you may have a girl who's not at all interested in girl type things, and she can pick a whatever gift that um, suits her. So I really think that that's such an empowering thing. In addition to bringing joy to the children's lives, uh, we really are empowering parents to provide for their children. So now tell me about this 18-day shopping spree. Right. So Santa's Village is open this year from December 3rd to December 22nd. We are open every day except for Sundays. we got to have a little regroup for Aunt Santa's elves to, to get some rest and rejuvenation for the next week. And we will serve an approximately um, 2,500 kids a day during that time period. It's a very high-traffic, busy time. Uh, it's a very popular activity in terms of volunteers, and we are very blessed to have a very full volunteer schedule that fills up uh, typically in the summer, actually. So we uh, we try to accommodate as many people as we can. Uh, we typically re- rely on about 30 to 50 volunteers at any given time. Again, we are a two-person organization, so uh, we couldn't do this without our, our volunteer, el- volunteer elves. Um, and then parents will come down, and, and there's a showroom where they're able to look at all the different gift options that are available. And each child will receive uh, two toys, two educational items. One is a book, and this year we're actually doing um, flashcards and for infants, uh, teethers or things like that that are developmental tools, as well as um, a package of socks. And we've actually uh, managed to find a great deal on some other items. And so each child is going to get some toothbrushes as well. So a little stocking stuffers, too. Who are the children, Manda, who are eligible to go and get their Christmas shopping done in the into Santa's warehouse? So historically, we have focused on uh, serving children who are receiving Medicaid benefits in Fulton and DeKalb County. But with this change this year, we are actually able to open it up to children who are receiving any public assistance, including TANF, SNAP, which is food uh, food stamps, as well as Medicaid benefits and peach care. And we're also able to expand our geographic focus a little bit to invite children from a broader area, including Clayton County, Gwinnett County, Rockdale, Henry, and others. So we're really excited about this opportunity to offer this um, great, great opportunity to children in a broader area. And how do families sign up to be able to participate? So that's the biggest change this year is, uh, like I said, historically, people have uh, become accustomed to receiving an invitation in the mail with their information. But we've um, made a change this year to where people will be registering online. Our website uh, has a link. It's emptystockingfund.org, and you can get there from the very front page. We've also um, shared it on our Facebook page where people can register uh, directly through that. And if people don't have access to the Internet, we will be doing on-site registration during the first two weeks of Santa's Village. Um, It will take a little bit longer for people to go through that process, so we strongly encourage pre-registration to the extent possible, but we will also try to help those who don't have access to the Internet. And how are you able to verify the families that come through Santa's Village that they are indeed eligible to participate in the program? Right. So this is something that's very important to us as an organization, as well as to many of our sponsors, to make sure we really are helping uh, families in need and uh, serving as many families as possible without serving the same families uh, repeatedly. So what we're doing is we are still going to have a partnership with DFACS where they will be down there to help us uh, verify some eligibility and people will be able to bring with them their determination of eligibility notice, which is something that's very easily accessed um, through their gateway site as well as um, through their caseworker if they need it. And I believe it was also mailed to them. 
So with that and a photo ID, we will be able to get people in and out and um, off to enjoy the holidays. Once a family registers, what happens next for them? So what we will be doing is sending a confirmation uh, email in response to their online registration that will include details about where they need to go, when, uh, the address for Santa's Village, our hours and schedule, and what to plan for. Um, and then they will be bring that. They'll have an invitation number associated with that. And then they'll be able to go into the warehouse, get in line. A volunteer will check them into the process, verify the age and gender of their children that they will be shopping for. And then they will go through the shopping process. And once they've made their selections, um, they will be seated in a, what we call the distribution area while our favorite elves who are in the warehouse picking the gifts are getting their items together and making sure they're, they're checking their list and checking it twice to make sure everything is in there. And then we will send them on their way with a happy holidays wishes. And this year we're also very excited um, through a partnership with the food bank to be including um, each family will get two half gallons of milk in their distribution. So last year we were able to give hams and this year um, through a, a partnership with USDA we're able to give uh, milk which is a great thing for kids. Absolutely. You need the milk, a glass, eight ounces every day. Amanda, in the past, you guys have been able to help, what, 40, 50,000 children in need in this community. With the expansion of the program, how many kids do you think you're going to be able to touch this year? So with our change of registration, we're hoping to get the word out and be able to serve at least uh, the forty to 50,000 mark. And it, we're going to watch and see if we are um, seeing a higher response rate and we need to order more toys. We will do that. Uh, we will serve as many children as we physically can during that 18-day period. Uh, we are prepared at Santa's Village to serve a little over 50,000 children with our inventory. That means we have some 400, 500,000 items. It is a very packed warehouse right now um, with all sorts of toys and gifts. And if we see in the first couple of weeks our registration numbers are really high, we will make accommodations to ensure that we are able to serve every child that comes to us for help. So you guys have had Santa working all year long to get this warehouse stocked with, you said, hundreds of thousands of gifts for these kids. That's right. I always say when your Christmas shopping list is 50000 you got to start early. This doesn't happen overnight. And um, we are actually able to, uh, the way we operate, it's a very, very efficient model where we're able to go out and buy things on the wholesale market and at closeouts that are extremely, extremely good deals. Um, I always tell the story that one year, a couple years ago, we actually found a doll that I saw at a retailer for about $38, and I got her for 7 So it was a pretty big deal, and we could make donations go a lot further with that buying power. So, Amanda, how is it that our audience can best help you and the Empty Stocking Fund to get the word out about the opportunities that are available for our neighbors in need this holiday season? So I think um, just spread the word and, and tell people about us. If you know someone who might be eligible to receive gifts, let them know about this opportunity. They can find all of the information they would need on our website. I would also direct them to our Facebook page where um, we will be sharing the registration link there as well. And to share with other community organizations 
that might have uh, an audience where they can distribute this information broadly. We are working with some of the school systems and other organizations, other nonprofits to help get the word out and to spread uh, flyers and and other notices to let people know. But that's going to be our biggest challenge this year is making sure people know that not to expect the invitation, but that they can go online and register so long as they have their proof of eligibility of public assistance. And can you again share with us the types of information that eligible families will be asked to provide when they register, preferably online? So when they register online, they'll be just telling us the information about um, what services they're receiving and their children's age and gender. And then when they come into Santa's Village, we will need them to bring with them um, their eligibility determination letter is what it's called. And that is a document that has uh, their case number on it, as well as the names of the children who are receiving benefits. That is how we can verify that these children are um, in need in our community. And of course, also a photo ID just to make sure that we um, are serving the right family. And that is all they will need. So we will also have people there on site to help people access this information if they are unable to do it themselves. But again, if you can pre-register and bring that with you, the process will be a lot smoother and faster for the recipients. So we're hopeful that most people will be able to do that. Is there a limit to the number of children in a household who might be eligible for gifts? So our system is technically set up for 10 children in a household. um, And that's just for simplicity's sake and in terms of us setting up a database. But we certainly would make accommodations if there are additional children and they could just reach out to us directly and let us know. Um, or let us know when they come on site, because we understand that many families are blended and uh, that there might be more children, and and we definitely want to help those families as well. And in the situations where a family may be fostering children, these are people you're also trying to get this message to as well. Is that correct? Absolutely. 100% of uh, our area's foster children, regardless of their home situation, are receiving Medicaid benefits. So they are eligible to receive gifts from the empty stocking fund. So I strongly encourage, and we will be reaching out to to foster care organizations to share the information with them as well, but all foster children in Metro Atlanta will be eligible to come shop at Santa's Village. And I say children, we we actually prefer that uh, the parent or guardian comes and does the shopping because uh, we would hope that the gifts are going to be a surprise under the tree come Christmas morning or if it's Christmas Eve night, whatever that family's tradition is, and however they would like to give the gifts, we want it to be the parent's surprise. And our goal is that the children never know the empty stocking fund exists. In case you're just joining us, we're talking to Manda Hunt. She's the executive director of the Empty Stocking Fund, which for 91 years here in Atlanta has been stocking Santa's warehouse, Santa's village, so that families in need can go and make sure that they've got gifts under the tree for their kids on either Christmas Eve or Christmas morning, whatever the family's tradition is. And the big change again this year, Amanda, is the fact that rather than families who are eligible to come to Santa's Village for these 18 days in December, rather than getting an invitation in the mail, instead you're expanding the village, so to speak, and inviting families to register to come in, correct? That's correct. And this this will help us in a number of ways. It is allowing us to expand the outreach to a broader geography, including other metro Atlanta counties, whereas historically we focused on Fulton and DeKalb. Um, it will also allow us to expand the, the benefits coverage to include TANF and SNAP benefits and things of the like. 
And it's going to save us some money at the end of the day because sending a mailing of this size was um, quite expensive, as, as you can imagine, when you're sending some 70,000 invitations out. Um, if you've ever had a, a small Christmas party, you can imagine that 70,000 adds up pretty quickly. So this will allow us to um, put a little bit more money towards maybe buying some extra gifts if we see a higher turnout. I remember recording a PSA for Channel 2 not too long ago, talking about some of the junior ROTC kids out in front of our Kroger stores. They were working with you guys as well, weren't they? That's right. They are some of our favorite elves. This is a longstanding tradition that is dated back uh, to the 1940s, where about 30 to 35 Metro Atlanta high schools participate with their JROTC programs in a fundraiser where these cadets go out throughout the community, primarily at Kroger locations, and collect donations on our behalf and build awareness of the organization. Again, we're a two-person organization, and these 2,500 cadets get our face out there in a big, big way. Now, you might think, what can kids raise with canisters on a weekend? And everyone is surprised when I tell them that we typically raise, they typically raise, I can take no credit for this, $100,000. In a uh, weekend? In a weekend. And as a matter of fact, I, given the opportunity, I would like to give a little shout out to Marietta High School uh, JROTC because they actually raised $22,000. One school, one program with an incredibly enthusiastic leader, uh, very passionate leader, made a huge difference in the lives of the children that we will serve. And the great thing is a lot of these kids come down to Santa's Village to volunteer too. So they can see directly the fruits of their labor and interact with the families down there. And they love it. And we love to have them. So are you guys all set with volunteers for Santa's Village this year? We are. We actually, as I said, this is such a, um, it is a really engaging, wonderful opportunity. It's honestly how I fell personally in love with the organization and, and, just snowballed from there and became executive director as a result of just seeing the experience. And um, so we have a long waiting list, as a matter of fact, right now. But we will, we do have on our website um, opportunities. And as things change or if there are cancellations, people can register directly there to volunteer as well. And certainly if we have any last minute changes or if we see a lot more traffic this year because of our expanded offering, we may need to add some volunteers to that. I want to go back and reshare with our audience, and I talked to some longtime listeners just the other weekend. 1927, the Empty Stocking Fund was started by a very small group of employees at a newspaper called the Atlanta Georgian. That's the predecessor to the Journal-Constitution. Then in 1931, the Empty Stocking Fund joined forces with the Atlanta Junior Chamber of Commerce, and they sort of took on some of the leadership of this. The unorganized, cheerful givers from WSB Radio, I love that, unorganized but cheerful givers, uh, began providing gifts to needy children in 39. Uh, The two programs merged together, and we've been working together with you ever since. There's a something that folks are going to be able to find in their newspaper, not today, but next Sunday. Tell me about this envelope you want people to look for. That's right. We are always looking for uh, support to help us pay for these toys. We do rely solely on financial contributions because we are going out again to the wholesale market to stretch those donor dollars much, much further than they could be at a retail level. So we rely solely on financial contributions. And one of the campaigns, in addition to the JROTC drive and what they raise, 
is an envelope that will be inserted into every issue of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution next Sunday. So I hope everyone will look out for that. And if you can share some generosity and give generously uh, and help us serve these children in need, I promise you the, the giving joy will be as worth it for you as you can imagine. How long have you been doing this work? I've been doing this for, oh gosh, I started a volunteer, uh, I think in 2005 and had no idea what I was getting into and just kind of fell in love with the process and um, very accidentally became executive director. I don't have a nonprofit background, but I just saw the scale and and operation and the efficiency and um, was really moved by the experience that the parents were able to have. Um, I don't have children myself, but I know that uh, with nieces and nephews, part of the, the joy is shopping for them and letting them, uh, watching them open their gifts and see how excited they are. Now they're teenagers, so they're a little bit less excited about what I give them. But Expecting a gift nonetheless. That's exactly right. And, um, and just watching and knowing that the parents were going to be able to do that in their own way. We're not... Um, deciding for them what their six-year-old daughter should get, they are able to come in and make those choices and give them to their child in a way that they see fit. Um, Perhaps it's when Santa Claus comes on Christmas morning, and uh, we really expect that that would be the case. How do you know to make sure that Santa's Village has the popular things that kids are going to be looking for every year? Oh, it's tough. I tell you what, I've got quite a a group of consultants that I work with when I'm out uh, shopping for these items. And I often will uh, send emails, some posts on Facebook, get some feedback on things. Because buying for kids is not easy and things change dramatically from year to year. So there's some pretty traditional standby things that we know will work for most kids and that they will enjoy. But every year there's something different. And, um, you know, we used to give away MP3 players and those are a thing of the past. So we're excited this year. But you also used to give away cassette decks. (laughs) Probably. We did do CD players for sure, for sure. And uh, those things have gone by the wayside. So now we're, you know, for some of the older kids, we have great things like Bluetooth speakers. We have gaming headphones this year for um, for some of the older kids that are into uh, games that you can do on phones or computers. Um, we have dolls always, some games, always sports balls, and a wide variety. We have backpacks for kids whose backpacks may be a little weathered right now. Um, so there's a wide variety of items, always some Lego type sets. And, and the age range of the children that you're able to provide for. Yes, thank you for that question. Um, we actually serve children from birth through 12 years of age. And that is um, including 12 year olds uh, that it will be even if they're turning 13 during the holiday season. We, we will um, st- certainly still serve those children. Uh, we would like to be able to do more. Um, of course, we'd like to be able to, to serve everyone in need. Um, but a few years back, we we realized that uh, some of the gifts for the older kids were getting harder and harder for us to be able to purchase and um, find things that they liked, quite frankly. And we just felt like we could focus better and grow uh, the other the younger kid population for right now. What do you get out of doing this work? Oh, gosh. Um I truly love it. It's just such a sense of reward. Um, I can tell you there are some days that are long and tiring, and there are some some days you, you know, I think in any job, you, you kind of shake your head and think, oh, goodness, what am I doing? Um, but I'll tell a story that a few years back that really kind of made it all make sense for me. Um, there was a, a, a day when we were at Pont City Market, which is now Pont City Market, in the basement there, and it was a bitterly, bitterly cold day, and the line was out the building. It was extremely long, extremely crowded, 
And I was a volunteer at the time and helping the Empty Stocking Fund with some of their fundraising activities. And I got a call of panic, and um, they asked if I could come and help. So I raced down there, and I'm very much a, a focus on the task at hand, get it done, and let's you know get things going. And was very much of that mindset as I was checking people in and, and honestly, um, not necessarily paying attention to the people, just getting them through. And after about an hour, uh, I was, I took an, uh, this was back in the invitation days, I took the invitation and I said some pleasantry without even really thinking. And I, you know, said something to, uh, to the effect of, I'm so sorry for your wait, we'll get you through as quickly as possible. And I was going about my business, probably never even looked up to acknowledge the, the person in front of me. And I heard a slap on the desk in front of me that got my attention and everyone's around. And this elderly woman leaned forward and she said, baby girl, don't you dare apologize to me. You are a blessing and you are a gift. And without what you're doing here today, my grandbabies would have nothing for Christmas. I would wait in this line all day long. And... Right there in that moment, all of it made sense. And every bad day that I've had since there or every negative interaction or something that goes wrong, I can still see that woman in my mind's eye. And that's why I do it. Share with us the website once again where families who are eligible to shop for their kids in Santa's Village, where do they go to register? Our website is emptystockingfund.org. And there's a button right on the front page where you can click to register for gifts. There's also a button right on the front page where you can donate if you are able to do so and help us complete this mission. Get the word out. Tell your friends. Tell the folks at church. Everybody knows someone who can benefit this season. And it is tis the season to, to give. So, Amanda, thank you so much. Thank you for helping us get the word out. Perspectives is a half hour we produce with you in mind. If there's something you think we ought to be talking about, let me hear from you. Tweet me, MyAndalusCondo29 on Twitter, or leave a message on our Facebook page. We do appreciate your listening and hope you'll be back next week at this same time as we examine another perspective. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.